0: Need to hydrate but tired of plain old water? You need rebellious infusions. No sugar, no calories, loaded with antioxidants to boost your immune system. An L-thionine for brain health. 10 organic flavors and convenient liquid packets. Just add 16 ounces and you are on your way. Rethink your drink at drinkrebellious.com. For 10% off of your next purchase, use the code 99999.
1: Yeah, so it was, you know, yesterday being Marine Corps birthday, 247 years, I believe, right? And so James, you, you remember James, you know. Sure. I know James, uh, yeah. yeah. He calls me and he says, hey, happy birthday, Marine. I just want to thank you for always pushing in me and believing in me and, and doing it. And I was like, man, you made it easy to believe in you, though. This guy can sell. Dude, he could go to Guantanamo Bay, open the cell door to a terrorist who's being waterboarded 15 times a day and sell that guy water right? (laughs) It's just amazing what he can do with people because he's just talented. He's actually so talented that it annoys me, right? I don't, you know, that's the reason I brought the guy with me, right? Because, but he's just so talented that I'm like, man, I'm great at sales, but he's great turf and he's natural at it. Like I got to work at it, right? He doesn't have to work at it. You go to him and you're like, you know, I don't know. sell. I actually, it was interesting because it's one of my favorite books. The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. You go, hey, go sell a million of these books. He'd do it five minutes. Yeah, just, it, It's just amazing. Or like Ricky, my longest friend, right? Been friend, we enlisted in the Marines together, friends since the second grade. And he made the jump. So he, when we got out of the Marines, he became a cop too. And then he retired out of that and was teaching high school. And I said, hey, come with me. And he left the security of doing that. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. And it, you know, and this year, it was a challenging year. I think, and it's really funny. I don't think I've talked to one single person that said 2022. Like they go, 2022 is, is really made 2020. It's bitch, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like the COVID year of pandemic when everything closed down doesn't hold a candle to 2022. But the thing is, is even though it's had a lot of challenges, I embrace it, right? And I'm like, man, but look at all the things we learned. What to do and what not to do. And it's yeah. one of the reasons why we, when we started with acquisitioning TCU off campus houses, you know, we, we started off with eight and we had a year's worth of case studies and I had enough to go to investors. And it only took us nine months to scale to 45 to become the largest house, the largest holder of houses off campus. And we're still cooking, right? Like yeah. we'll 100 by the end of the, by mid summer. And people are like, how are you doing it? And I was like, well, when you demonstrate that you walk the walk, those that are sitting on the sidelines, they start paying attention. And the ones that have been sitting on the sidelines, you pay attention to the ones that go, I don't want to sit on the sidelines anymore. Yeah. I want to give you money or I want to invest in you or I want to be with you, be a part of you. And they just they come along, you know, and watching Ricky, you know, develop his acumen. Watching Dustin, right? The whole Army Ranger, watching his progress over the last 90 days has just been fascinating. But you got to believe in people and you got to give them the runway, right? And that's hard to do as a leader. It is so hard, hard to do as a leader is to step back and go, okay, go, you know? And you're sitting there watching them sometimes go towards the wall and you're like, please don't go towards the wall. But you got to let them. You
2: got to <laughs> let them. Let's talk James for a second, right? Yeah. You just said if you don't give him the runway, how would you ever dis- discover his talent for sales? Because you could always go, like, yeah, okay, I've got a great talent for sales. Let me show you how he's done. Well, I, I don't want to risk this sale because you need to just watch me through this. You know, you learned that he has this talent by, by giving him the room to do it. And he and you were like, wait a minute that's a pretty good deal. Like I should be doing it that way. Wait a minute. I like that right there. Like, and so it's one of these things when you surround yourself with people that are willing to get in the game. Yeah. like right? You're going to find out that listen, the, the people coming out of the, I'm going to use football because TCU is great right now. Right. Yeah. They're hot. Oh yeah. And, and listen, like you take a look on the field? Like the jerseys are dirty. There's, you know, there's blood coming out of the nose, man. You're scraped up. You're in, you're limping. And it's tough out there. Like it's, it's not for the faint at heart. Like, you know, you want to come out into this game and step in the size, come ready. And, and this is probably my biggest, you know, challenge for the media that, that kind of that paints this picture. Like, Hey, get a website. You're in business. Entrepreneurship is easy. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this game, like, You know, I don't know if you've been punched in the nose five times, but you should go do that with your hands behind your back and then go, okay, I think I'm ready for this now. (laughs) Because if you you don't want that and you can't take that, I don't know if this game's for you.
1: Yeah. Right? And and, and it's really important, you know, and football is a great analogy for this. And, you know, we we really learned this in the Marines. I learned it in the PD. Well, it was reinforced in the PD, I'd already learned it in the Marines, is you're never out of the fight unless you choose to be out of the fight. Yeah. Right? It's not over until it's over. Stay in the fight. Like I remember when I was going to the police academy and uh, there was 30 of us in our class. 22 of us were vets. Of the 22 vets, 15 of us were Marines. And there was another force recon Marine. Greg Jones, big dude, big dude, towered over everybody. So it came time for boxing. And the instructor was like, hey, who's got golden gloves experience? I was the only one to raise my hand. And they were like, okay, you get to pick who you want. I said, I want Jones. And everybody looked, turned around and looked at me. He was like, man. Like, dude, what are you doing? Class? Why are you going to pick the biggest dude? And I totally talked trash to him for a week. I was like, man, I'm going to dust you. And even if I don't, there's no way I lose here. He's like, no, no, you're going to lose. I said, no, there is no loss. I'm fighting the biggest dude in class. If you win, you're the biggest dude in class. Of course you won. But if I win, the loudest dude in class beat you. And he... He told me later. Right. He was like, man, I started getting a little nervous because, man, you were getting in my head. You know, so we get there in the day like we're up there on the speed bag and, you know, it's a technique. So he's trying to, you know, big old bear paws trying to hit this thing. And I'm over there hitting it. Right. And he's like, man, he, he, tells, he tells me later. He's like, man, this guy really does know how to do this. Then we get on the heavy bag. Right. And he's like, "Well, I can't hit that hard, though. I'm bigger than him. And he saw me work in the heavy bag. He's like, man, he's got some he's got some pretty solid punches on that thing. So we get into the ring right and when they you know when they ring the bell you know my strategy was I'm just gonna let him get tired because he's a big guy. It's gonna get tired so as soon as, as soon as they did it I hit him with an uppercut and man I, I tucked in right and I was taking the blows right I knew how to take the hits and uh, and, I, and I could feel towards the end of the first round they were getting softer and softer and softer yeah and so you know we we go to the second round and, uh, and you know so the guy you know the coach in my corner is like dude you got a shot at, at the big guy. He goes, Wear him out on the second one. So we get in there and instead of a fake an uppercut, but I come down and I hit him with a hook, right? Didn't ring his bell too much, but it was enough to piss him off where he's just, man, he's just wailing me, throwing yes. some haymakers. And I felt him getting softer and softer. But like all good plans, Trent, not everything goes according to plan. <laughs> so he got frustrated and he towers over me. So he hammer fists me on top of my head and it caused me to bounce my head out of my guard. And when my head came out of my guard, oh, he rang my bell hard. Yeah. And, and man, the hits were coming. So it was, it was towards the end of the second round and we, we finish up and I'm over in the corner. And the coach is like, dude, he's done. Go get him. I was like, sure, no problem. Which one is, <laughs> I see like 15 of them right now. <laughs> Which know, one do I hit? <laughs> yeah. And he spent the third round just whooping my ass from one side of the ring to the next, right? So it was all said and done. Everybody was like, because he told me, he was like, man, when, it, when your head came out of the guard, I knew that I had to take my shot because there was no way I was going to make it the third round. And, uh, and everybody's like, why did you fight Greg? And I was like, well, three reasons. I said, first off, I wanted everybody here to see that there's, I fear no man except for my father. He's the only one I've ever feared. And I will always fear, even if he's 80 years old in a wheelchair and he's pretty close to 80, but he's not in the wheelchair. And so I said, I want everybody to see that I'm not scared of anybody and I'll fight to the death with you. And I said, the second reason is when you get on the radio and you call for help and you hear me coming, you know, I'm coming. And I didn't say anything. And then finally somebody goes, well, what was the third reason? I said, the third reason was the most important. And they said, what was that reason? I said, man, I hadn't had a good ass whooping in a while. And sometimes you need one to put perspective on stuff.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I want to dive into that because it's funny. We we talk about today now, like comforts and, and this and that. And you've got an interesting take on perspective versus perception, right? And, you know, it, it's always, I've I've probably said the thousand times, you know, perception is reality, right? Because mm-hmm. people get perception on people and then it's, it becomes their reality. You know, whether it's true or not, that's a whole nother matter, right? But man, you and I talked about, you know as as athletes as military we develop a prioritization perspective because we realize like you can't do it all i've got to decide where my best contributions where my best energies are going to be spent to help this unit this organization be the best it can be and i, I and i can't be the sales guy the marketing guy the 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 banker the you know it can't be it all so how am i going to serve us best and and the same thing on the field So talk to me a little bit about your position on perspective versus perception.
1: Yeah, I think it's critical, right? Because perception is is reinforced by bias, emotions, feelings, experience, things like that. But perspective is when you ask, when you ask questions, right? Is you know, so and funny enough, the obstacle is the way, right? Is I've read this book, and this is not an exaggeration a hundred times. Really? i out. I got a whole stack of them right here behind me. I hand them out. Dude,
2: I mean, they're dude, I like, love that man. How come? How come Clark's never been on that mailing list, man?
1: <laughs> what's that? I said, how come Clark never got on that mailing list, man? And you know what? I'm gonna send one to you. I love right? it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, send one to you today. It's right. coming, I'm going as soon as we finish this. I'm gonna send one to you today. I need to get you a Recon T-shirt so that way you're not wearing one of those you know silly ass seals t- seal, T-shirts. That's seal BS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. So perspective is when something or someone happens, which is going to happen, most of the time people allow their perception to occur and then they act, don't act, accept, don't accept, so forth. Perspective is when something or someone happens, go ahead and accept it. It's already done. It's in the past, right? Accept it and then ask questions. What can I learn from this? What can I take away from this? Is there anything within my control? And if it's not within my control, is there a workaround? And if there's no control and no workaround, then leave it alone because you're a hamster on a wheel, spending a whole lot of time and energy going nowhere real quick, right? Yeah. Learn and observe from it what you can take away. And so we have a saying in our companies called the quadrant of death. And there's, I want that t shirt too, by the way. Oh, yeah, you You and I build another company together and we sell these t shirts, right? And so, the quadrant of death is ego, entitlement, blame, shame. And if you're operating in any one of those, that's not good. If you're operating in two of the four at any time, that's bad. If you're operating in three of the four, that is dangerous. And if you're operating in four of the four, it's catastrophic. So yeah. you, you, you know, we have a saying in the company, and we call it like in the military. You have what's called cease fire, right? So if somebody yeah. witnesses an unsafe situation, they say cease fire, cease fire, and everybody starts repeating cease fire, cease fire, and everybody stops. But you know, looks around, and then you adjust the situation. We had the same thing. Is anytime, and they can do it to me because I I find myself in the quadrant at times, right? Sure. And 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 so, hey, you're in the quadrant. Get out of the quadrant. Ego's the 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 biggest one that I I fall in, right? And and so they're like number one, right? That's why it's
2: number one because we go easy. It's easy to get
1: there. It's easy to get there, but the biggest one we see a lot of times is blame, Mm. right? You're blaming. Why are you blaming? Right? Well, that person did me wrong. Okay, maybe they did. Are you going to live in this? I'm angry, blaming. And so what you have to do is I use, I have a very structured morning and I'm not a structured person. I hate routines. I mean, like on culture index, I'm a low D, right? I'm a non-conformance. I hate rule. I don't want to break any laws because I don't want to go to jail, but I want to break all the rules, <laughs> right? I want to, It's a typical entrepreneur. I want to disrupt, but I have to be structured in my morning routine. And you and I talked about it on our show, right? When you recorded with me, it's the Oak Journal right i start my 10 10 10 off of as i I use an app called calm and it's 10 minutes of just breathing and meditation which is really hard i found it easier to be trained to be one of the best killers on the planet to go kill enemies than it is to sit there for 10 minutes and focus and breathe and block everything out of your head it's exhausting right? It's hard, but I, I reinforce and I still do it. And sometimes I got all these thoughts coming in, but I, I still do the 10 minutes. Then I do my 10 minutes of journaling. Then I do my 10 minutes of reading, right? So here another EO or burn harness, right? Scaling up, right? Yep. And uh, so that's been my book here that I've been working on for my 10, 10, 10, but I breathe. And so when something or someone happens, pause. And I remember to breathe because it's going to be okay. Because you want to know when it's not okay? When someone's punched your ticket. Yeah, The only person that decides our ticket's going to get punched is the man upstairs. He's already predetermined that. Matter of yeah. fact, I think it's one of the reasons I've lived for, been alive for almost 50 years now. Half a century is because I'm cable TV for God. He's like, man, I can't let him go because he's <laughs> him to goofy <laughs> stuff. this right? channel's too good. It's <laughs> too good. It's too good, right? But you just got to breathe. Just remember to breathe. Like people would say like, man, like, you know, when you're, when the enemy's shooting at you and bombs are going off and everything else, how do you stay so calm? And I was like, you just breathe, right? Because people are just spraying and praying, you know, shooting all over the place. Just breathe, look up, acquire your target, squeeze the trigger, go back down, breathe, get up, look at the same thing in business. What is the current target? Breathe, acquire, Get your side alignment, squeeze the trigger, take that next target down, and then stay calm because, you know, of course, being a Marine, right? Water's the most powerful thing on the planet. It's the biggest necessity on the planet, right? You can go without eating, but you can't go without hydration, right? You're an athlete. I mean, you've kind of, kind of been to the World Series a handful of times and stuff, right? Yeah. you got to hydrate. Well, water is also a powerful entity because it'll just go anywhere, right? I mean, tsunamis, look at them and people go, well, I think fire, fire is is worse. And I was like, no, because fire's got to have fuel. And when you take the fuel out, it's got nothing to burn. Right. So if if you're in a tense situation, why fuel the fire? Why, why raise your voice? Why, why, why add more fuel to it? Remain calm. So when a young man I'm mentoring is dealing with a difficult employee situation, he's like, man, I think this guy's crazy, but I need to terminate him. And, uh, and so last week when he was like, man, I just need to fire him today. And I says, no, give it a few days. And he goes, why? Well, I already know that I'm going to fire him. And I said, yeah, but you know what? No matter how justified you are in terminating an employee, even your best employees that's going, even if you have a hundred people in a company and 99 go, that guy needs to be fired. When you fire that person, it has a reaction to everybody because they immediately not feel safe even if they are doing what they're supposed to be doing. And I said, what you're doing is you're demonstrating restraint and that you're going to gather all the information. You're going to talk to all the employees and you're going to interview everybody and you're going to do that. I'm not saying don't do it. But when you demonstrate that restraint, what you're doing is you're saying, we made a decision that we needed to make as a company, but I'm not leaving you with the feeling of feeling unsafe. Show that restraint, show that patience, show that, right? But you have to show that. So just breathe, be calm. Yeah, that's, that's so good. Let, let me go real quick on the quadrant of
2: death. What What's your, give me your scoring on that, right? The, yeah. I know the ego, entitlement, blame, shame. We talked about the four losing behaviors on your show, right? Yeah. And, and then when one's happening, it's what? One not four, good. Not yeah. good. Two happens. Bad. Bad. Three happens. Dangerous. Danger. Four happens. Catastrophic catastrophic don't yeah. ask me how to spell catastrophic I'm right. I so, <laughs> so, yeah i mean i think organizations i mean you know you know i do this for a living right yeah so i go into organizations and my guess is that at any given moment weren't weren't they, they probably called me because two were going on and likely three <laughs> right because mm-hmm. it's like whoa this is all going on and it's like whoa we gotta get this taken care of, we got to get out of this quadrant because like it's not good. And this behavior's not okay. I mean, yep. and you know, ego is probably a, it's such a tough one to, to always see it, you know, identify it. know this is what it is, but blame is, you know, crazy entitlement is prevalent and those two ones. And then of course the shame one is, is a scary one, right? Because when people get in a shame cycle really bad things happen right because we're not thinking in our right mind because when you're in a shame cycle you know you're that little voice is telling you things that just aren't even logical it's not making sense it's but when and, and and usually we're listening to that little voice in that cycle like it like it's prevalent like it's the loudest voice in the shame cycle like yeah you're lousy you don't belong here you're not anything you're awful and you're like yeah I'm no depression kicks in and these things happen. So it's bonkers, man. But let me, let me pivot to, you know, one thing very interesting about you is like you used to jump out of airplanes. One thing that most people don't know about you, you know, it, I, I'm going to say two things that people don't know about you, right. Is one is, is that you used to jump out of airplanes in Marines and you're definitely afraid of heights, which cracks me up. Terrifying. And, then, Terrifying. and then two, you, you train dogs for high level training Went through a really tough time with one of those pat, one of those, those deaths and losing one of those key, you know, you know, relationships in your life. And now you're a cat guy, right?
1: I'm a cat. even my coffee cup, <laughs> best cat dad ever. And best so, cat so, dad so, ever. Wow, you
2: know, Stella. it's a big flip switch <laughs> to go from dogs to cats, man, or vice versa. By the way, either one. Big
1: right. Switch. So it was, it was funny. Is yeah, so, Stella was the last service dog I trained in. and and I took her out of service when my daughter was 12 and that's uh, how she'd be my my daughter's uh, babysitter and people would go hey who's babysitting your kid? and I was like nobody and they're like well what do you mean nobody and I was like well I got I got Stella and they're like what if somebody breaks in your house I'm gonna be like man they thought they're gonna they're, they're gonna think they met a blender right because Stella yeah, was
2: yeah, that's, that's not and a a
1: bite, and she was a great work dog right and so a year and a half ago, her, her, her mind was still there, but her hips, you know, with Belgian Malinois is they, they experienced this hip display shift, Right. Yeah. And yeah. if she just couldn't move. And, and so we, we went, we had to take her down to the vet and put her down. And I was, I was, I was angry. I was just so mad. And as a matter of fact, I mean, man, we got about a mile from there and I pulled over on the side of the road and I was just walking up and down the road, kicking rocks. You know, I was just mad about this, Yeah, you know, because she had been just this entity for my daughter, and, and I always felt safe for my daughter because because of Stella. And so we were down there and, man, the poor vet, you know, she was like, you know, man, I'm sorry, you know, but sometimes we have to euthanize our animals. And I was like, well, it was a hell of a lot easier euthanizing, you know, people when I was in the Marines because, man, this is just, you know, this was my dog, you know. And then everybody's kind of sitting there like, And then I said, so I was just—I was really down about it, right? Because she lived to be 16 years old, which is a long time for a Belgian melon wall. Yeah, right. And so my wife goes, "Hey, we're going to go down and we're going to get a cat." I say, "I ain't getting no cat." So I'm not a cat guy. I'm not getting a yeah. cat. She goes, "We're going." She goes, "You can go with me. And help me pick one out. We're on coming back with whatever one I find." Fine. So we get in there, and my cat's name is Hooter Smooch, and and I call her my sweet Smooches, and, and Laura calls her hootie Who. And matter of fact, we have a sign at our house, you know, for our address that says Hootie's Haven, right? Mm-hmm. I am mean, like we've totally gotten crazy over this cat. And I said, if we're gonna get a cat, I'm gonna train her like a dog. So she's least trained, she goes on hikes with us. <laughs> took her to Alaska, trained <laughs> You're
2: her the guy in the commercial, they got the commercial now about the cat, right? Oh, like,
1: I'm telling you, it was funny. My wife was like, How did you train her? And then, <laughs> and so my dad was up seeing me a couple months ago, and he's like, Man, it's funny that cat follows you everywhere you go anytime the cat's always looking where you're at, you know, and it's just, and I was like, yeah. And I just, you know, it was just kind of funny. And as a matter of fact, my wife sent me a photo this morning is, you know, she got knocked over a bunch of stuff. She goes, you know, she never misbehaves when you're here. She goes, she's, she's acting out because you're not here. And, but it was just kind of funny. I was like, Hey, I'm going to get cat. I'm going to train it like a dog, you know, because anything can be done because you got to get comfortable with uncomfortable. Like I'm terrified of heights. Like when I say terrified, terrified, like, Man, my place That's up a cool crease. Yeah, I, I go skiing all the time, and anytime that lift stops and it's sitting there swinging because oh, some okay. idiot screwed up <laughs> getting off, right? Is and I'm sitting there like, and my wife because like, she, she knows me well enough that she knows, but nobody else could tell. She's like, "You're terrified right now, are you?" you know, I was like, oh, "Be cool, man. man. Be cool." Hey, grab my <laughs> pants right now. Like, this sucks. That's cool. And so, but you do, you got to get comfortable with uncomfortable. You know, and then, you know, go, go jump out of airplanes, go bungee jump and do those things that you're terrified of because there are always going to be things in life that you're scared of.
2: Yeah, man. Jeremy Span, this has been awesome. We got to wrap up just such a good time. Thank you so much for the time. I, I, I've learned so much, you know, say what you say, what you need, not what you want, do what you need, not what you want to do. I mean, getting out of your comfort zone perspective versus perception, the quadrant of death, ego, Entitlement, blame, and shame, and, and, the, and the dangerous level of those. Respond, not react. So good. No mistakes. Learning opportunities. Data to back it up. You make your decisions, your data. And, and the story of the devil dogs and how they can, most people don't know that story. So good. And then our good friend, Brian Scudamore, right? The WTF, the willing to fail, go out there. But for my good friend, Jeremy Span, thank you for joining us on the Winners Find a Way show. Of course, I am always reminded of Semper Fidelis. Semper Fi. Always faithful. Thank you on this Veterans Day for joining us. Jeremy Span. you are always faithful, and I'm so blessed for our relationship and our friendship, my man. Thank you for joining me, brother.
1: Thank you, Trent. I was I was really honored that you reached out to have me do this on Today of All Days. Yeah.
2: For everybody else, winners find a way every week, Friday, 1230 p.m. Eastern, 930 a.m. Pacific. Join us and hear more great people like Jeremy Span. You will be a winner. You will find your way. See you next time.
0: Rebellious infusions are organic flavored water enhancers. Rebellious provides clean, focused energy in liquid packets. Just tear the corner of the packet and pour 16 ounces of water. Rebellious infusions have no sugar, no calories, and up to 300 milligrams of antioxidants and loads of l thionine for brain health. Rethink your drink at drinkrebellious.com. For 10% off of your next purchase, use the code 99999. Do you want to be our next guest, or do you have inspiring stories to share, or do you love to inspire, support, and empower thought leaders? Feel free to send Trent a direct message on Instagram or Facebook at Leadershipity.